If one was traveling, he did not have a lilav to hand. When he enters his home, which means even if he's already sat down at his table and started eating by the time he remembers that he has not yet taken the lilav, he must interrupt his meal immediately and take the lilav to fulfill the mitzvah. If one did not take the lilav in the morning, he should take it even in the afternoon. You said in the Mishnah, the man of the Mavzek. This means he must interrupt his meal in order to fulfill the mitzvah. In a mini, the following Mishnah Masech the Shabbos lists the activities one may not begin before davening Mincha. But if you did start them, I'm Mavzek and you don't have to interrupt. So the Mishnah there states that one need not interrupt his meal in order to fulfill the mitzvah. Whereas our Mishnah requires one to interrupt his meal in order to fulfill the mitzvah. Would add to the word of Safra Lekashia. The Mishnah in Shabbos, refers to where there is enough time in the day to finish the meal and then perform the mitzvah of Davri Mincha before nightfall. Whereas our Mishnah, there is not enough time in the day to finish the meal and then fulfill the mitzvah of taking the lilav, as the meal would draw out into the night. He must therefore interrupt his meal immediately and take the lilav. What was Shved altogether? Perhaps the two cases are not comparable to begin with. Since our Mishnah refers to the first day of Sikhas, where Lilav is Menatoida, whereas the Mishnah in Shabbos refers to Mincha, which is Medrabunan. Rubber continues, First, our Mishnah states, One must interrupt his meal and take the Lilav. Then the Mishnah itself states, For the entire day is valid for taking the Lilav. The sight of the Mishnah seems to mean that one need not interrupt his meal but may wait to take the lilav if he wishes, for he still has plenty of time, as the entire day is valid for taking the lilav. To answer this, the second part of the Mishnah that he can take it in the afternoon refers to where there is enough time in the day to finish the meal and then take the lilav. The Raisha which says, where he must interrupt his meal to take the lilav is where there is not enough time to be able to finish the meal. What is Shved altogether? Perhaps the first part of the Mishnah means there is a mitzvah to interrupt the meal and take the lilav immediately. But the second part of the Mishnah continues. If he did not interrupt his meal as he was supposed to, he should nevertheless take the lilav even later in the afternoon. Therefore there is no internal contradiction in the Mishnah whatsoever. That the Safra's tenets of Shuas Bayoim was needed to reconcile our Mishnah with the Mishnah in Shabbos. And that which Yudova found Shved that there is no need to reconcile the two Mishnas, because our case is Doiraisa, and the Mishnah in Shabbos is the Rabunon, that is not a valid objection. For here in our Mishnah, we're dealing with the second day of Yantav or later, when the mitzvah of Lilav is only the Rabunon. Therefore, Rav's objection falls away, since both Mishnas, in fact, deal with mitzvahs the Rabunon. Therefore, we need the Rav Safra's tenets of Shuas Bayon. Daikanama, that our Mishnah refers to Lilav the Rabunon, the fact that the Mishnah discusses the case of one who was returned this day from his travels indicates that it's referring to the second day of Sikhs or later. Mishur, would it be meant to travel far on Yom It's a later day where it's only Dirabudam. The Mishnah. The meaning in those times was that one person would say Halal on behalf of the other members who would be Yoitza by just listening to the reader. This is based on the principle of Shemaya Ka'ina. But Mishoi Evet Oi Isho Oi Kut they were saying halal for someone. You cannot rely on Shemaya Koina because they're not Mechiv in the mitzvah. 
Therefore, the one listening, must respond after them whatever they say. I let a curse be upon him for not being able to say halal himself. But if a male adult is saying halal for him, we can rely on Shemaiah Ka'oina. Therefore, Oina Achraf, he responds after him only halaleka after each part. In a place where they have the minute to double the psikum of halal, one should double them. Where the minute is to keep it plain, not to repeat the psikum, you should keep it plain. Where the minute is to say a bracha after halal, you should say the bracha. The rule is hakol kamina gamadina. The gamore, tundrabunan be'emes amri, ben mavurech lo'ovev, a ben kutem, can say berch samuzan on behalf of his father. This refers to a case where the father ate very little, so his chiv is medrabunan, just like his sons. Ve'evet mavurech on behalf l'rabun, ve'esho mavurechas l'bala, abal amichachomam, tovay ma'ayda le'udam she'eshto ebunam avarchem. Let a curse be upon a man who is so unlearned that his wife and children must say the brachas for him. Major halachas can be learned from the current minic how we say halal. In Ruva's times, the manner in which halal was said in public had changed considerably from the original minic. Ruva teaches, however, that the halachas of the original arrangement can be inferred from the current minic. The first halacha. The current minic is that at the beginning of halal, he oimer, the reader, says halalekah, Behind Olmerim and the people respond halalikah. Mikan from here it can be inferred. It is a mitzvah to respond halalikah at the beginning of halal. Another halach. The current minute is, he Olmer, the reader says halali al da'ashem. Behind Olmerim and the people respond halalikah. Mikan from here it can be inferred. If an adult male is saying halal for him, he responds after the reader only halalikah. The third halach. The minute is, he Olmer. The reader says, Hoidir Hashem, behind Omerim and the people respond, Hoidir Hashem. Bekan from here it can be inferred, Shemitzvah la'amas terusha brokam. It is a mitzvah to respond with the beginnings of the brokam. Itmanama umarav chunam barova, mitzvah la'amas terusha brokam. Fourth halacha, the current meaning is, He oimer, the reader says, Unu Hashem ashinu, behind Omerim and the people respond, Unu Hashem ashinu. Bekan from here it can be inferred, Shem hoi kut makra oisai, if a kutin is saying halal for him, Oinen achrav ma'ashi oimer, he responds after the kutin, whatever the kutin says. Fifth halacha. The current is that he oimer, the reader says, Unu Hashem atzlichnu. Behind oimerim, the people respond, Unu Hashem atzlichnu. from here it can be inferred. Shimbolech bar koifel. One who wants to double the psikim of halal may double them. The sixth halacha. The current is that he oimer, the reader says, Burechabu. Behind oimerim, the people respond, Beshaim Hashem. Mekan. From here, that we see they did not repeat the words, Burechabu. They relied on him saying it. We see the Shema Listening is like responding. If you listen to somebody else, intending to be Yotzev from him, but you didn't respond. For example, you didn't say, Oh man, mine, can you be Yotzev or not? The wise men and the Malandam, the leaders of the nation and those that they say, Shoma if you listened and did not respond, you are still Yutsu. From where is it learned that listening is like responding? Did Yeshayui read the words of the Saif? 
فالله شفان كروان it was شفان who read them دخسيف يكرو آي شفان لفنا ميلخ شفان read it before the king According to this rule, Yeshayui is considered to have repeated Shofan's reading. Therefore, the Pusik describes him as though he said the words himself. What a challenge is this? Perhaps after Shofan read the cipher, Yeshayui read it. That could be the act of reading to which the Pusik refers. So the rule of Shemaya Ka'oina cannot be learned from here. It should not enter your mind that Yeshua read the cipher. When you heard of the words of the cipher and not not when you read them. So it's clear that Yeshua did not read the cipher. And because the Pusik mentioned earlier states that he did read it, we see that Shemaya is the equivalent to Regarding Hanel, a person should not say and then pause and say B'Shayim Hashem. Elu, the entire phrase, B'Rechabu B'Shayim Hashem, Ba'adudah, should be said together. Umarava, L'Ulayim Ha'inash, a person should not say Yehai Shmai Rabu, V'Hudet, and then pause and say M'Vurech. Elu, the entire phrase, Yehai Shmai Rabu, M'Vurech, Ba'adudah, should be said together. Umarayim Safra, he disagrees. Moshe, meaning good Ladar. Shabbat Kwamet, are you speaking correctly? Elahusam Ha'ucha, in both cases, Asikamilsi, the second part of each phrase, is the conclusion. We do not have any objection against pausing before saying it.